0: let's go ahead and get into it and talk about this new album evergreen coming out here on April the ninth was there any sort of uh mission statement around this time or is this just kind of the next batch of after the burial tunes?
1: The title has a meaning behind it, but mainly like when we wrote this record we weren't you know we didn't have any um uh, we didn't have any plans or like any ideas of like what we wanted it to sound like there was no um you know, you know, really concept behind the music. It was more of just let's play what we like and hopefully everybody likes it as well because, you know, that's what we did for our last record, Dick Deep. I think it just worked. So stick to the plan and like just play what we like and play like not worry too much about what we think people want because I think when that happens, you lose yourself. So we're just after the burial and we, we gave them us, you know, so that's what you're going to get on this record.
0: No, and that's what it's all about is sticking true to you Because I think when, when people try to do that When they, they try to create certain sounds or, or sound like what the audience wants them to do it, it it sounds contrived and it comes through Right, I agree But luckily well, that,
1: we, we try to stay away from that you know? yeah, That's l-
0: not us Luckily not the case with you on this one And I uh, gotta say man It looks like you had a hell of an epic snowball fight Making that uh, video for Behold the Crown
1: Yeah dude what people don't understand is that was shot in negative 22 degree weather.
0: Oh, my God. And,
1: uh, so that was, like, beyond cold. When those snowballs hit you in the face, <laughs> when they hit you, they didn't hurt. It's when the ice stayed on your face, that's what hurt, man. It, like, that's, like, a painful cold. So, <laughs> like, there's a scene in that video where I had to die. You know, I fake died. Right. Um, you know, I, I pretended to pretend to die in the music video. Right. And uh, I had to fall in the snow, like, 10 times for that scene oh my god i I was wearing like you know like these thermal pants underneath my jeans but i had to wear jeans for the shot so i had snow all down my butt crack and everything dude and (laughs) it was cold and miserable so yeah as soon as the shots were over and they were like all right anthony you're done for an hour i'd just be like okay i'm out of here and i'd go run to the car and just turn the heater on and hang out in there (laughs)
0: Well, it looked like a hell of a lot of fun, man, but crazy negative twenty below like to film that. Wow.
1: Yeah, dude. Like, I gotta
0: give it up for all the extras because they were tougher than all of us they had to play dead in
1: the snow for multiple scenes. So give it up for those guys.
0: You're going to make sure the next one is like on a beach, the next music video. Dude,
1: I said, I was like, look, next album, you guys were all flying down here to my house. I live in St. Petersburg, Florida now. I'm from California, but um, I moved to Florida five years ago. I was like, look, you guys are flying to my house. We're taking the boat out and we're just going to go fishing and that's going to be our music video. So we're not doing anything stressful ever again.
0: (laughs) And how cool is this too? Like, like the album comes out it, you're going to be in LA on that same night playing at the Hollywood Palladium with Killswitch Engage and Parkway Drive and, uh, and Vane too?
1: Dude, I, I know it's crazy. It's like, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's uh, definitely something like when I tell my friends, like, you know, when I tell my friends who were going on tour with, they're like, you know, we're so happy for you guys because, you know, we've been doing this for a long time and like, we're finally getting these like, these tours that we've wanted and like you know that we've tried to get on for a long time and we'll, I think people are finally paying attention to us and and it's it's a great feeling and like those bands like you know we li- I used to listen to Kill Switch all the time when I was younger and Parkway and it's like Vane is a rad band like I've been them and they're really good and it's like we're just like stoked that we're a part of it and being able to play with such great talented bands you know
0: yeah and getting to play some big rooms and in, in front of a lot of eyeballs and that that's what it's about nowadays is is how how you play live that's how you cut your teeth that's how you earn fans that's how you make new fans
1: right you know it's like with the music industry now it's like you know like record sales aren't what they used to be so it's like you know everyone's streaming your music so it's like for us in order to get paid it's like we got to be on the road all the time we play in front of these people and those people go what the heck is this band i have never heard oh wow i like this band i'm gonna go buy a t-shirt and yeah. that puts money in our pockets, you know, like we have to sell T-shirts, we have to sell hats and sweatshirts in order to, for us to get extra money at the end of the tour, you know?
0: Yeah, no, that's what it's all about, making that. And you had mentioned it earlier, I was going to bring it up because I saw you're a, a Sharks fan and I'm a Ducks fan, unfortunately, this season. But uh, <laughs> I, I was curious how you became a Sharks fan, and but you moved, you were from Northern California originally?
1: Yes, yeah, so I grew up, born in Berkeley. I, used, I lived in Oakland when I was really young and then I moved to the east bay like uh like a little little town called castor valley which is like right next right beside oakland i grew up there most of my life when i was 30 i met my now wife and i moved out here to st petersburg florida where we have a house and you know we bought a house out here and there's less traffic and the house the cost of living is way lower compared to california oh yeah we have it good like i'm i'm literally like a half a block from the water man like if you were like a professional football player you could throw a football into the water from my house it's like if i had that in california it's, we're talking millions of dollars so, right right um so yeah so it's like i grew up a big sharks fan i still am i watch all the games i watched us beat colorado last night five to three and or it was five to two i think anyways i know we scored five i'm a diehard sharks fan big sharks fan so when i see the ducks not doing well like, I don't care as much anymore, but like five years ago, I'd be like, yeah, you know, like oh, a yeah. the rivalry
0: there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thornton and Getzloff always getting into it. I forget when the playoff series where they just dropped gloves at the beginning of the game. Like as soon as the game started, they just both drop gloves and start going at it. It's always been a great rivalry. And I'm glad at least one of the Californian teams made it into the playoffs this year because uh, Ducks, no way. And, and then the Kings are terrible this year, too
1: yeah I know and it's like we finally the Sharks finally have like a really good offense and I don't know if it's I'm still trying to figure out if the defense is not doing well or if it's our goaltending but uh, I don't know so it's like we went on this like losing streak right right before these playoffs so I'm kind of curious to see yeah. what's going to happen and we have to play the Vegas Knights which is like oh my God. worst case scenario first round but it, it, you know I'm also an Oakland Raiders fan so I'm used to being disappointed so I'm not going to gonna. <laughs> not gonna Bother me.
0: <laughs> well, you should be excited a little bit more this year. I mean, you got uh, you got a brand new wide receiver coming in.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> definitely.
0: Are you excited um, for the move well, to Vegas? No,
1: I'm like really pumped out that they're going to Vegas. But I mean, I'm still going to be a, a fan. But it's like. I mean, I don't live there anymore, but still, it's like they've always, you know, been the Oakland Raiders to me, like, growing up. I know they moved to L.A. for a while. Yeah. they came back, and I can't believe they're leaving again. It's such a bummer, because I have, you know, so many friends that are just, you know, that's where we're from, you know, like, we're going to those games, and Oakland A's fan, too, so it's like... That's my team, you know?
0: I feel you, man. So does that make you an A's fan or a Giants fan then? Yeah, no, Oakland A's, yeah, for sure.
1: Because I grew up on the East Bay, so. That's what I was thinking. I Giants fans, and I'm like, why are you a Giants fan? (laughs) Like, when you grew up in the East Bay, they're like, oh, you know, and they they all have, even like with my close friends, like some of our Giants fans and 49ers fans, and there's always those arguments during the football season. You guys suck. No, you suck. You know, it's just like, it's just so bland. It's like, shut up. I don't care. (laughs) We're all hanging out. (laughs) You know, it's like. Yeah battle of the bay rivalry
0: no i feel you man I'm, I'm a ducks and angels fan so i get it too from all the dodger fans you know this time of year or so it's like or the kings fan during hockey season so i I feel your pain being that kind of other team sometimes
1: oh yeah you know and it's crazy too because uh anaheim and you know the ducks and the kings have always there's always been a huge rivalry yeah with, uh, with the sharks between both those teams and i have friends that are a ton of my friends are ducks fans so like growing up like when the ducks were like crushing it you know over and over again and we'd get in like huge arguments (laughs) because they would talk talk crap to us and like you know we'd talk we'd be giving it right back to them so we always get these like you know arguments about yeah, your team sucks the same thing you know so yeah like, you know those are my friends so it's always doesn't matter
0: yeah, it's all in good fun you know in the end speaking of uh fun let me have some fun with you on on more of the music tip and something i always like to ask uh, all my guests and kind of get your favorite out of a grouping of bands so a couple of years ago you remember the big four of thrash metal, right? Metallica, Anthrax, Slayer, and they did a couple of shows, and they kind of said, like, that's thrash metal, right? That's That encapsula- encapsulate is 80s thrash metal. So Correct. so what I've done is kind of evolved that. So I'm going to add a band to it and take it into the 90s for what I call the Flannel 5. Okay. <laughs> so I want to know your favorite out of this list, which comprises of, not that they could play, but just your favorite out of... okay. N- Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilot, Soundgarden... Alice in Chains. Dude, that's a hard one. But you know what? One of the main reasons I play music and started playing
1: music was because of Nirvana. So I'd have to give it up to Nirvana. So I have dark hair, but like when I was in like middle school, I had long bleached blonde hair, and all my friends did too because we all wanted to be like Kurt Cobain, you know? Like yeah. So like he was a big idol of ours. I'd have to give it up to Nirvana. I always listen to Stone Temple Pilots and Alice in Chains, though. So it's like it was first, second, and third. Those would be all. Like those are very. it's like gold bronze and silver yeah for sure and like but definitely nirvana because that's what inspired me to start playing music in the first place
0: yeah i mean it really was a revolution then And, and i think one of the things too that comes along with nirvana is it seemed possible like you didn't have to be some maestro like you had to be in the 80s you as long as you could kind of bang away on the guitar you could kind of do it you didn't have to be some you know skillful musician you just had to be honest
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. So it was like, it was cool. You know, like, like I learned playing, you know, music, uh, was playing Nirvana songs, like trying to figure out how to play them. And I was horrible. And like, I'm still not a great musician or anything, but (laughs) I can do okay with being on stage and with a microphone, you know, only. So, but yeah, so they were just a big part of part of who I am and growing up.
0: So let's have some fun. Pick a uh, Nirvana song to play on the radio.
1: Oh, man. You know, I always liked their acoustic album a lot. You know, when they did the Unplugged. Unplugged, yeah. Oh, man. Let's go with
0: Heart Shaped Box. That's a great song. Nice. Off of In Utero. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's do one more. One more for you, Anthony. So we'll kick it up uh, to the late 90s, early 2000s. Add another one to it. And this one I call the New Metal Six Pack. Okay. (laughs) So this is going to be Rage Against the Machine, Corn, Linkin Park. Slipknot, Disturbed, System of a Down.
1: Oh, dude. Dude, that's a tough one now.
0: (laughs) Um, That's the point of the game. It's supposed to be hard. Yeah. If I had to choose between... Man, I would have to go with...
1: uh Dang, that, that one's hard because it's between System of a Down and Slipknot.
0: Talk it out, let's talk it out. Why? What do you love about both those bands? Uh, well, Slipknot was like they
1: came out and they were brand like that was all new and they were so intense. You know, it was like holy crap. The vocal patterns and like the way it wasn't that it was just like catchy. It was like sincere like you could feel and, uh, and feel every single word he was saying and believe it you know and that's like a big thing for me it's like when i listen to bands nowadays it's like if they're, they're writing something that's like heavy and hard and i don't buy it yeah. then i'm lost then you lost me you know what i mean so it's like i get that that's not how it was with slipknot and then same system of down it's such a unique style of playing music so it was like their songwriting was so cool huh <laughs> let's, let's go with slipknot man
0: all right. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, my choice, I think, out of that, the, the only one that's kind of tough is Rage was first, but then I think I love Slipknot more, but Rage really kind of set it off. But and just having some fun and wrapping up, pick pick a Slipknot jam to play on the radio.
1: Let's go with Wait and Bleed, man, because that was such a cool song. That was like the song, you know, for me and a bunch of my
0: friends. Wait and Bleed it is, man. That that was the eye-opener. that We got introduced to him. The world got introduced to him, so that makes perfect sense. Anthony, thank you so much for the time, man. All right, thanks, dude. Take care. Later dude you rock thanks for checking out the entire podcast now just hit the subscribe button that way you get it sent to you directly and follow me on social media at mikez967 don't miss the radio show bro wired in the empire happens every saturday night at midnight on 96.7 kcal rocks online at kcalfm.com adios